Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be covering Week 11 in the NFL, the Thursday night game, as well as the early Sunday games as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, it is now week 11 in the NFL. Wow, we've already done 11 weeks already. Jeez, okay. So it is the roundup, guys, going all around the NFL. All that went on from Thursday night, Sunday, Sunday night, and, of course, Monday night as well. So let's get into it, guys. So we're going to start with Thursday Thursday, the New England Patriots go to Atlanta to face the Falcons and blew the doors off them. Uh, 25 to 0. Uh, no points for Atlanta there. Um, I tell you what, this Patriots team, man, has really come on as of late. And to be honest, they all in all, they had a pretty good year. They haven't really been blown out since early in the season against the Saints, so... Uh, kudos to Bill Belichick, who, you know, he got a lot of flack for Brady leaving and uh, all that transpired with that. But I think he found his man. I think he found his man in Mac Jones. So let's talk about the Patriot story. Mac Jones, the guy, the whole night, he only had one bad throw. Uh, he threw 26 passes. Completed 22 of those passes, uh, 207 yards. He had one touchdown. He had one interception. That was his only bad pass of the night. This kid is really um, doing some things here. He uh, And he was sacked three times, by the way. So, Mac Jones is, you know, he's the game manager. He's, he's not going to make too many boneheaded mistakes. He only had the one mistake there, but uh, he played fine otherwise. And he's supported by a strong running game. Let's talk about the, the running game. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, we saw what he did last week again, um, where he, he just went off. So this week, you know, he seems like it's kind of a split now. Uh, 12 rushes for 69 yards. He had one catch for six yards. So, And then Damian Harris, he had 10 rushes for 56 yards. And then he had one catch for nine yards. So, guys, it looks like it's going to be split down the middle, it seems. Ramondre Stevenson has earned his playing time here. So, it looks like he's going to, you know, see his share of carries here. So, so uh, I got to say, he should not be on the waiver wires any longer. I think this is going to be a two-headed attack now. Uh, this doesn't do wonders for me because I got shares in Damian Harris, but what can you do? So um, I think that's how it's going to shake out. In terms of the receivers, Kendrick Bourne, um, he continues to be utilized many different ways here. Uh, four catches for 42 yards, and he, he had one rush for seven yards. So, you know, they find different ways to use him. So... Um, He's definitely one that's high on the pecking order. Nelson Aguilar uh, has a decent game. Five catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. And then Jacoby Myers, four catches for him for 39 yards. That was, that's on six targets. And then Hunter Henry. He didn't have a touchdown in this one. Um, two catches for 25 yards, and that was on three targets. So, you know. Uh, not much happening too much there except for Aguilar, of course, with the touchdown. So, uh, I think this is the recipe for them, uh, the rest of the way. A strong defense, a running game dictating the pass game. So, uh, I think that's how Belichick's going to have, um, have this offense play. So, um. Yeah, so I think that's the route for them. In terms of Atlanta, oh gosh, this was a nightmare. Matt Ryan, 26, 28 pass attempts, 19 completions, 153 yards, two interceptions. He was sacked 
four times in this game. I mean, he looked totally lost out there. Uh, the Patriots defense really got up in him. And then to make matters worse, so they pull him, bring in Josh Rosen. He throws three passes, completes one uh, for five yards, but he has an interception. Then they pull Rosen and bring in Felipe Franks. One pass attempt, one interception. It was like it was like back to back to back. It was like insane. I was like, oh my gosh. And well, good thing for me is I had the Patriots defense in a few leagues. So um, you know, coming out of this game, I was sitting on twenty eight points, man, because of this defense. So that's a great thing uh, for me, at least. <laughs> Uh, in terms of the run game, oh gosh, this is becoming a dumpster fire. Remember how I talked about Wayne Gallman last week? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened here uh, this week. Now, you know they were without Cordero Patterson. Uh, he got injured last week. So, Quadre Olison, nine rushes for him, 34 yards. And then he had two catches for zero yards on three targets. So, not good there. And then there's Keith Smith. <laughs> three rushes for him for eight yards. And he had one catch for 11 yards. Not done yet. Uh, Mike Davis, who I've told you guys a long time ago, dump him. Uh, three rushes for one yard. And then he had three catches for 20 yards on four targets. What? Wait, there's more. <laughs> Wayne Gelman, who had the lion's share of the rushes last week, one rush for minus three yards. So, needless to say, this this backfield is a dumpster fire. I'm not sure what's happening with uh, Patterson, whether he'll be back next week, but steer clear this backfield, whatever you do, man. You want no parts of this. In ter terms of the receivers... Well, you know, not much happening there either. Except for Russell Gage, he had a decent game. Five catches for 49 yards on eight targets. Then Kyle Pitts, three catches for 29 yards on five targets. And Alamide Zacchaeus, uh, three catches for him for 23 yards. And he was targeted five times. So, still no Calvin Ridley. Not sure if he's... At this point, if he's even coming back this season. So, um, my thought is he probably will at some point. But, uh, hopefully you got an injured reserve. You got a reserve spot in your stash and him there just in case. But, this offense is, oh, uh, they, they look awful. So, moving on for the Falcons. They go to Jacksonville uh, for week 12. And then the Patriots, they face up against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they actually host the Titans. So, and what should be a, well, what's now a very meaningful game because right now the Patriots sit atop of the AFC East. And Tennessee, well, I'll talk about Tennessee later, um, but they're on top of their division, the AFC South, but the thing is, now um, the number one seed is up for grabs, pretty much. So uh, it's a very important game. So we'll see. All right, let's move on to Sunday and all that went there on there. Sunday was a weird day. A lot of upsets. A lot of road teams going into places they had no business winning. Um, <laughs> it was just bizarre. So let's get into it, guys. Starting with Indiana, the Indianapolis Colts going to Buffalo. Up there in Buffalo, uh, where it's always tough. They go in and they pretty much cruise on by the Buffalo Bills. 41 to 15. Um... Let's talk about the cult story. It's really only one story to talk about, but we'll talk anyway. Uh, at quarterback, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, I say it week after week after week. He's a guy who's going to manage the offense. He's not going to 
do anything too crazy. 20 pass attempts, 11 completions, 106 yards and a touchdown. Not great. Uh, he ran it twice for 18 yards. He wasn't sacked in this one. So he did what they had him to do. He went in and managed the game. And he did fine. So let's talk about the run game. It starts and it ends with Jonathan Taylor. He had a game for the ages, guys. 32 rushes, 185 yards, four, four touchdowns. And not only that, he caught three passes for 19 yards and a pass, uh, passing touchdown as well. So he accounted for all five of the touchdowns on the day for the Colts. Uh, guys, each and every week I talk about him being top five. I got to say at least top three. Well, at this point, he's you have to put him on top because we have no Derrick Henry. So he's... Um, climbed the top of the mountain so uh jonathan taylor is the number one back in the nfl right now i don't think there can be any debate about that his backup naheem hines four rushes for him 31 yards yeah just uh give taylor a blow every now and again in terms of the pass game not much action here um jack doyle Three catches for 30 yards on five targets. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, two catches for him, 26 yards on two targets. And then Michael Pittman, who has been hot as of late, uh, cooled down in this one, two catches, 23 yards on five targets. So, you know, there wasn't much need for the pass game, not when Jonathan Taylor goes off like this. So uh, that's just the story there. In terms of Buffalo, Josh Allen, yeah, not so great a game. Uh, 35 pass attempts, 27 completions, 209 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions as well. He ran it twice for 18 yards and was sacked once. So definitely an off game for Josh Allen, especially playing at home, you, um, you definitely didn't see that one coming. Uh, he was spelled by uh, Mitchell Trubisky in this game as well. So, uh, But Josh Allen, yeah, uh, subpar by his standards. In terms of the run game, this is getting messier and messier <laughs> with each week, guys. Matt Breida, now they're starting to utilize him the past two weeks. Five rushes for 51 yards, and then he had one catch for 16 yards on two targets. Then you have Devin Singletary, three rushes for him, 17 yards. He caught three passes for 26 yards on four targets. And then Zach Moss, three rushes, five yards. He had uh, no catches, but was targeted once. So, yeah, so this backfield here is start to start to uh look like atlanta and, and some other places texans it's just looking bad so um yeah i don't know if you i thought zach moss would be the guy here but apparently maybe he's still uh hurt who knows but yeah this is now a three-headed attack that you guys don't want to, you don't want any parts of this, man. It's terrible. In terms of the past game, Dawson Knox looks like he's fully recovered now. He led the way, six catches, 80 yards on 10 targets. Then you have Gabriel Davis, two catches, 27 yards for him on four targets. Emmanuel Sanders, three catches, 26 yards. He was targeted five times. Stephon Diggs saves himself here. Four catches, 23 yards, but he did have the two touchdown passes. He was targeted six times. So uh, definitely, you'll definitely take that if you got shares in Diggs. And then Cole Beasley, four catches for him, 23 yards. He was targeted five times. So, yeah, so a kind of underwhelming game for this Bills offense. Uh, coming up, they have the short week. They go to 
the New Orleans Saints. So uh, that's a game that they got to get. That's for sure. Um, and then you have the Colts. They host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, so that's going to be, that's not going to be easy business for them, of course. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Moving on to the Baltimore Ravens going to Chicago. Now, in this game, the, just before game time, they found out that Lamar Jackson's going to be out for this one. He was out with an illness. Um, they're saying it's non-COVID related, so you take that for what it's worth. And then also Marquise Brown was... Uh, um, he's inactive for this one with a thigh injury. So, so the odds are already stacked against the Ravens. So in comes Tyler Huntley, who is the backup for Lamar Jackson. And he does his best impression as best as he could, uh, for Lamar. 39 pass attempts. I thought that was a lot for him. Uh, 26 completions, 219 yards. He had an interception. But he did run it seven times for 40 yards. He was sacked six times. So, yeah, kind of rough debut. But, uh, oh, did I say the Ravens won this game? Yes, they did win this game. 16-13. So, yeah, so kind of a rough debut. But he's able to manage it, and they got the win. So, And then in terms of the run game, Devonta Freeman, man, I tell you what, man, this guy isn't going away, guys. 16 rushes, 49 yards, and a touchdown. He also caught six passes for 31 yards as well, and that was on six targets. So Devonta Freeman right now is looking like the guy to have in terms of the Ravens running backs. Latavius Murray. 10 rushes for him, 32 yards. He caught two passes for one yard only. So, Devonta Freeman, he's the guy you got to own, guys. If uh, So, if you got shares in him, continue to play him, especially late in this year where I think they really will kind of look more to the run game. So, uh, he's, the, he's the guy you need to have. In terms of the pass game, it seems like Hunley leaned heavily on his tight end. Mark Andrews. Eight catches, 73 yards on 10 targets. So you'll definitely take that if you got shares in Andrews. Uh, also, Sammy Watkins, three catches, 48 yards on four targets. Devin du Duvernay, four catches for him, 37 yards on six targets. And Rashad Bateman, I thought he had a, would have a better game, honestly. But again, with the change at quarterback... Yeah, that, that kind of uh, leaves you wanting. Three catches, 29 yards on six targets. So, hey, Baltimore does enough to get the win. The defense comes through, uh, which is par for the course for them anyway. So, anyhow, let's talk about Chicago. Justin Fields, he had, had to lead this game. He threw 11 passes, completed four. For 79 yards. He ran it four times for 23 yards. He lost a fumble in this game. And he was sacked twice. But he left this game with bruised ribs. So they're not broken. Uh, the diagnosis came out um, today. So they're not broken ribs. They're just bruised. So you know, uh, so we'll have to see how he practices during the week. But Andy Dalton comes in and almost rallies them to a victory. 23 pass attempts, 11 completions, 201 yards, and two touchdown passes. So, you know, he did his best to kind of rally them back, but it was just too little, um, too late. So, uh, in terms of the run game, David Montgomery, it starts and ends with him now that he's healthy. 14 rushes, 58 yards, so... I say it's safe to say you could probably stash Khalil Herbert away. I don't think you're going to need him. Um, not with Montgomery on the scene now. In terms of the pass game, 
Now, Allen Robinson, he was inactive for this one with with his uh, hamstring injury. So, so Darnell Moody, I, a lot of people talk about him in the preseason. He's really come to light. Five catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted 16 times. Man, unbelievable. And then uh, Marquise Goodwin, he had a nice game. Four catches, 104 yards, and he had the other touchdown, and he was targeted eight times. So, uh, so it seems like Dalton really relied on these two guys to kind of get them into the game and try and – get them over the hump but it just wasn't enough so moving on for Chicago they go to Detroit for the uh, Thanksgiving Day game so they'll be playing Thursday and as far as Baltimore they host the Cleveland Browns on Sunday night football so that's you know division rivalry so that'll be rough and tumble so (laughs) just like the Chicago and Detroit one so uh so that's the story there let's move on to the cleveland browns speaking of the cleveland browns and the detroit lions they played each other and cleveland hosting detroit and beating them getting by them barely 13 to 10 let's talk about cleveland baker mayfield yeah (laughs) 29 pass attempts, 15 completions, 175 yards. He had a touchdown, but two interceptions, though. Ran it four times for nine yards, was sacked once. This is who Mayfield is, guys. I mean, he's not going to go beyond himself. This is is what he brings to the table. So, in terms of the run game, Nick Chubb, 22 rushes. 130 yards. He also had two catches for 14 yards. And he had a touchdown catch. So uh, Nick Chubb, once again, pulling the load, with especially without a Kareem Hunt around. He does have Dearness Johnson there, but he only had five rushes for 26 yards. So Nick Chubb, whenever there's no Kareem Hunt around, you could definitely count on him being a definitely a top five type back so in terms of the pass game not too much action here austin hooper four catches for 52 yards uh, 53 yards on seven targets jamarcus bradley two catches 46 yards jarvis landry four catches for him 26 yards on eight targets he did have one run for 16 yards in which he scored a touchdown on so and then David and Joku, two catches for 20 yards on four targets. So uh, no sign of Donovan Peoples-Jones here. So I say it's safe to say we can probably chuck him away to the waiver wire, especially with the roller coaster ride Big Mayfield keeps you on. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely say that. In terms of Detroit, now they played this one without Jared Goff. I believe he was benched in this one, so they went with Tim Boyle. 23 pass attempts, 15 completions, 77 yards, and he threw two interceptions, and he wasn't sacked in this one. Uh, I keep saying week after week, this offense is a mess. Even with the week off, it's still a hot mess, this offense. Uh, The quarterback position is just a wasteland here. In terms of the run game, DeAndre Swift with a nice game. 14 rushes, 138 yards, and a touchdown. He had three catches for zero yards on four targets. And then Jamal Williams, he's back. He's come back after the bye. Uh, Seven rushes for 11 yards for him. And then Jason Cabinda, two rushes for him. For 21 yards, and he had no catches for on one target. So it looks like, and the thing here is, you would think Detroit would run it more. They would have a success on the ground, but they 
they got away from it trying to have this guy Boyle throw it all over the yard, but to no avail. So uh, that's definitely a big-time error by the offensive coordinator here. In terms of the pass game, TJ Hawkinson bounces back from the dud last week. Six catches for 51 yards on eight targets. And then you have Amon Ross St. Brown, four catches for 18 yards. So, yeah, so, yeah, not much happening in the past game except for TJ Hawkinson. If you got shares in him, this is nice. You know, you'll you'll take that as opposed to the, <laughs> the egg he laid uh, last time out. So, so, anyhow, like I said, Detroit hosts Chicago for Thursday night. I mean, for third um, Thanksgiving Day. And then Cleveland, they go to Baltimore for the Sunday night or next week. So, moving on to Houston, going to Tennessee. And, and probably the biggest upset of the day, Texans coming out on top 22-15. This was a head-scratcher, but Texans got the win, man. Let's talk about it. Tyrod Taylor, 24 pass attempts, 14 completions, only 107 yards, but he did run it six times for 28 yards and two touchdowns. So there you go right there. He accounts for the touchdowns there. He wasn't sacked in this one. So Tyrod Taylor doing just enough to get, get it done. So that's the, you'll definitely take that. In terms of the run game, still a mess. <laughs> Rex Burkhead lead, leading the way rushing, 18 rushes for 40 yards, and then you have David Johnson, 13 rushes for 18 yards. He did catch three passes for 16 yards on four targets. So, still, you want no parts of this run game whatsoever. In terms of the pass game, you start to not want want that either. Chris Conley, four catches for 37 yards on four targets. And Brandon Cooks, two catches for 18 yards. And he was targeted three times. So, yeah, this oof. a mess, but hey, they got it done. So, that that's more than you can ask for if you're a Texan fan, that's for sure. In terms of Tennessee, I don't know what happened here, guys. Ryan Tannehill, 52 pass attempts, 35 completions, 323 yards. He had one touchdown, but he did have four interceptions. Oh, my goodness. Not good. In terms of the run game, Adrian Peterson leading the way, nine rushes for 40 yards, and he caught two passes for four yards. Dontrell Hilliard, another one of their uh, running backs, seven rushes, 35 yards. He caught eight passes for 47 yards on 10 targets. And Deonta Foreman, seven rushes, 25 yards, and then he caught one pass for 15 yards. So, yep, so this run game, they're trying to hold it together while Derrick Henry is out, but boy, it's getting tough to predict what's going on there. That's for sure. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So it, yeah, it's 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 not getting easy with this run game. That's for sure. So in terms of the pass game, Nick Westbrook Ekine. Seven rushes, seven catches for 107 yards. That's on eight targets. A.J. Brown, five targets for him, 48 yards. And that was on nine targets. I thought he'd have a better game. Well, I thought Tannehill would have had a better game too, but that's a story for another day. Chester Rogers, four catches, 41 yards on six targets. And then Des Fitzpatrick. Three catches for 35 yards, and he had the lone touchdown. He was targeted six times. And then the tight end, Anthony Ferkster, five catches, 26 yards on seven targets. So, 
you know, um, this was this was just a bad game for the, the Titans, man. And I would like to think they will bounce back from this one, but next week they got a tough one. They go to New England, and New England's hot right now, so uh, that's going to be an uphill climb for them. And then for Houston, they host the New York Jets, so that could be a toss-up at this point because both of those offenses aren't, uh, you know, scaring anyone. So moving on to uh, the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Green Bay Packers in what was probably the more exciting game in the early, early slate. And this is the type of game, it was nip and tuck, the type of game that Kirk Cousins usually on the bad side of, but he came out on top on this one, 34 to 31. And what happened was Green Bay late um, late in that game, went. they tied it up with a bomb that, he threw, that um, Aaron Rodgers threw to Marquise Van- Valdez-Scantling for 75 yards. But he left a lot of time on the clock, man. And Kirk Cousins, gotta give him credit. He went down there. He he worked it down the field, close enough for them to get the game-winning field goals. So, so Minnesota Vikings come out on top in this one, 34-31. Let's talk about the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, fine game, 35 pass attempts, 24 completions. 341 yards, three touchdowns. Again, I'll say it. When the run game is going good, Cousins, he he, he, he starts to cook back there. So, um, no pun intended. But he, he just starts to handle his business. When the run game is shaky, his game is shaky. Uh, in terms of the run game, Dalvin Cook, what more you could say about this young man here? 22 rushes, 86 yards, one touchdown. He caught three passes for 29 yards on four targets. So Dalvin Cook doing Dalvin Cook things. So should be a no surprise. Alexander Madison just just keeping his seat warm. (laughs) Three rushes, five yards, and he had no catches and was targeted once. So. Dalvin Cook, as long as he's healthy and rolling, um, he, 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 you can't lose with him. That's for sure. In terms of the pass catchers, Justin Jefferson, he's been on a tail as of late. Eight catches, 169 yards, two touchdowns. He did run it once for three yards. So definitely you'll take that and run. Adam Thielen. Eight catches for him, 82 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted 10 times. Oh, Jefferson was targeted eight times. So, Cousin and him was in sync, as well as Thielen as well. Uh, it, um, Tyler Conklin, three catches for 35 yards. and That was on three targets. And then K.J. Osborne, just one catch for him, 19 yards, targeted four times. So, Vikings offense was cooking. That goes without saying. In terms of Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, 33 pass attempts, 23 completions, 385 yards for him, four touchdowns, so monster game for him. Two rushes for 21 yards. He was sacked twice, and I told you about the 75-yard bomb that he threw to Marquise Valdez-Scantling. In terms of the run game, A.J. Dillon still doing his best Aaron Jones impersonation. 11 rushes, 53 yards, and then he caught six passes for 44 yards. Pretty much that's a Aaron Jones line. You know, you like to see him get an end zone, but you still take this. And then Patrick, Patrick Taylor, who's now the uh, backup to Dylan, four rushes for 11 yards. So let's talk about the pass catchers. Marquise Valdez Scantling, four catches for 123 yards and a touchdown. We talked about the 75 
yard bomb. He was targeted 10 times in this one. Devontae Adams, seven rushes, 115 yards in the touchdown on eight targets. You definitely that you definitely like to see that. Uh, Equinamius St. Brown, two catches for 43 yards, and then he did have one rush for 11 yards. And then Josiah Degaro, Degara, he's the tight end now. Uh, two catches, 37 yards, and he had a touchdown in this one. So, uh, so that's the story there. In terms of Green Bay, they host the L.A. Rams next week. In Minnesota, they travel to San Francisco to face the 49ers. Next up, Miami going to the Jets and beating the Jets 24-17. to Let's talk about the Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa, 33 pass attempts, 27 completions, 273 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. He ran it three times for six yards and wasn't sacked in this one. So you definitely take that for uh, Tua. That's a solid game. In terms of the run game, Miles Gaskin. Uh, seems like Brian Flores has come to his senses and realized, yeah, yeah, I gotta have this guy be my bell cow. Twenty-three rushes, eighty-nine yards, eighty-nine yards, three catches for seven yards, and he had a touchdown catch in this one, targeted four times. So this is the way he should went from the get-go. Maybe your record would be a little better. I don't know, but. Uh, Yes, yeah, so you got Shares and Gaskin, you're taking this to the bank. Duke Jones, who they just recently acquired, uh, four catch, four rushes for 18 yards. So, uh, yeah, they played this one. You know, Malcolm Brown, he's still on IR. Salvin Ahmed, he's hurt. So, um, this is what you get here. In terms of the pass game, Mac Hollins, two catches for 72 yards, and he had a touchdown catch. He was targeted three times. Jalen Waddle, eight catches for him, 65 yards on nine targets. So still he's the one that Tua is going to and looking for. Mike Kosicki, he bounced back, five catches for him, 50 yards on six targets. And Durham Smythe, uh, Four catches for him, 37 yards. So let's talk about the Jets. Joe Flacco, remember he got the start in this one. Um, They now said the Mike White experiment is now over. (laughs) Thankfully so. 39 pass attempts, 24 completions, 291 yards. He had two touchdown passes. He lost a fumble in this one and was sacked twice, so... Joe Flacco, this is who he is. You know, this he, he can do these type of things, so you shouldn't be caught off guard. Turns on the run game. Michael Carter got uh, banged up in this one early with an ankle injury. Uh, nine rushes for 63 yards, and he caught, he caught one pass for two yards. So he was on his way to a nice game until that injury, so... And then you have Tevin Coleman, five rushes for him, 16 yards. And then uh, one catch for two yards. And then it turns out that the Michael Carter injury is a high ankle sprain, so he'll be gone two to four weeks. So uh, at this point, I'm guessing it's going to be a split between Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson. So I'd say... Uh, if I were to choose between the two, I'd go Ty Johnson. I think Ch- Ty Johnson will get a bump up. I know Coleman's back. I know he's healthy. I understand that. But I just think um, at this point, I think Ty Johnson has the higher upside. In terms of the pass catchers, Elijah Moore has turned it on as of late. Eight catches. 141 yards in the touchdown. He was targeted 11 times. So it's looking like he's the guy here. Jamison Crowder, six catches, 44 yards on seven targets. Corey Davis, 
three catches, 35 yards, targeted seven times. And then your tight end, Ryan Griffin, three catches, 39 yards on four targets. So it looked like Elijah Moore is coming on as the season uh, winds down. And you know what? You're going to have to get this guy. You're going to have to check the waiver wire to see if he's out there. I understand. I get it. There's still Corey Davis there. Jamison Crowder, who works the middle of the field. He's not going to be the game breaker. But Elijah Moore is a must-add at this point. So, coming up for the Jets. For the Jets, they travel to Houston. And what should be an interesting one with those two offenses. And then Miami, they host the Carolina Panthers. So, uh, that's the story there. Moving on to... Philadelphia, Philadelphia hosting the New Orleans Saints and beating them 40-29. to Oh boy, this game here. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, 24 pass attempts, 13 completions, 147 yards. So, not great passing the ball, running it is a whole nother story. 18 rushes, 69 yards, and three touchdowns. Wow. And then he was sacked three t- three times in this game. So you definitely take those numbers for Jalen Hurts. You know, the what he did on the ground definitely salvages the day, that's for sure. So, uh, But it seems like New England has kind of righted the ship as far as this offense goes. Well, in terms of the run game, Miles Sanders is back from being on IR. Uh, 16 rushes for 94 yards. He did lose a fumble in this game, so, uh, which, you know, that's kind of been uh, Miles' thing, you know, where he, you know, he's, you know, a bit of a butterfingers there. Jordan Howard, 10 rushes for him, 63 yards. So he's still viable here, even with Sanders. So uh, I think this kind of will be the way they lean. They're going to be a run team. um, That's what the Eagles are going to do. So uh, that's just the way it is. In terms of the passing game, Dallas Goddard, five catches for 62 yards on eight targets. You definitely take that. And Devonta Smith, four catches, 61 yards, and he was targeted six times. So so these are your two guys that you want as far as the pass catchers go. Uh, I don't think you want to delve anywhere further down the line in terms of that. Now for the Saints, Trevor Simeon, 40 pass attempts, 22 completions, 214 yards. He had three touchdowns. He threw two interceptions, though, one of which was a pick six that Darius Slay took to the house, 51 yards. So, not good. And he also had two rushes for 16 yards and a touchdown. And he wasn't sacked in this one. So, Trevor Simeon, I tell you what, um, he's viable. He's viable. You know, he... um, he, he's having a solid game. I mean, you know, he has an offense that's viable here. So uh, I don't see why he shouldn't be able to, you know, have games here and there like this. So in terms of the run game, still no Alvin Kamara. He's still out. Uh, Mark Ingram, the second, 16 rushes for 88 yards. And then he's caught six passes for... 25 yards, targeted eight times. He lost a fumble in this one. So, uh, still, uh, and then they're going to have a short week. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, I'm not sure if Kamara will be back for that that game. So, in terms of the passing game, Traquan Smith, I've been talking about him for a few weeks now, guys. I think now's the time you need to strike and go get him. Uh, five catches for 64 yards on eight targets. Uh, Alan Tr- Troutman, he's the name that's starting to uh, percolate here. 
five catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown on eight targets. So he has to be, uh, you definitely have to get him uh, off the waiver wire if you need help at tight end. Marquise Calloway, only one catch for 26 yards, but he did have a, a touchdown catch. It was targeted four times. And then you have Deontay Harris, two catches for 11 yards on five targets. So, yeah, so, um, hmm, what can you do there? So, that's pretty much the Saints story. Again, they have the short week. They host the Buffalo Bills. The Thanksgiving night game, actually, is what they'll be playing. And then Philadelphia, they go to the New York Giants. So, And then the last of the early games, Washington football team going down to Carolina and beating Carolina 27-21 to in what was a return home for Ron Rivera, who used to coach the Panthers. Let's talk about the Washington football team. Tyler Haneke, I tell you what, now with the news about Fitzpatrick, it seems like he's kind of more relaxed now. Uh, 22 pass attempts, 16 completions, 206 yards and three touchdowns for him. You'll definitely take that. Six rushes for 29 yards. He was sacked three times. In terms of the run game, Antonio Gibson still... You know, he's still doing what he does. Uh, he lost a fumble in this one, though. Uh, rushed it 19 times for 95 yards. And then J.D. McKissick, seven rushes, 46 yards. And then he did catch one pass for four yards on two targets. So, uh, still the same deal. He's kind of a two-backer here, Gibson is. So, um but, but you'll definitely take this, that's for sure. You, you definitely can't sneeze at that. In terms of the passing game, Terry McLaren, uh, he bounces back. Five catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. Then you have Adam Humphreys, two catches for him, 30 yards, targeted twice. John Bates, three catches, 23 yards. DeAndre Carter, who's been kind of hot as of late. Two catches, 22 yards, and a touchdown on three targets. And then Cam Sims, two catches for 19 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, seems like this Washington offense is kind of heating up a little bit here. In terms of Carolina, it starts and ends with Cam Newton. Now that he's back in the fold as the starting quarterback, uh, 27 pass attempts, 21 completions, 189 yards, and two touchdown passes. He also ran it 10 times for 46 yards and a touchdown. So this is a Cam Newton typical line, even when, you know, back in his heydays. So, uh, again, I got to say, if you need help at quarterback, Cam Newton, you, you, you got to consider him. I'm sure... Check the waiver wire, see if he's out there. That's all I can say. Oh, and he was sacked once. So, in terms of the run game, Christian McCaffrey, 10 rushes for 59 yards. Then he caught seven passes for 60 yards and a touchdown. He's targeted eight times. So, McCaffrey losing no value whatsoever with Cam Newton back in the fold. So, definitely a guy you have to play week after week after week. Of course, he's he was the number one pick in fantasy. You better play him. In terms of the pass game, DJ Moore bounces back also. Five catches for 50 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. You'll definitely take that. Tommy Treble, Trimble, two catches, 35 yards. Start to keep an eye on him. Start to keep an eye on Trimble. Uh, I know I mentioned last week that um, folks are kind of jumping and trying to grab him because obviously the success that Cam Newton had with Greg Olson. So uh, I, I say it's worth it. If I mean, if you have a need, uh, he's definitely expected 
speculative uh, ad at this point. So Then Robbie Anderson. Looks like he's more viable with Cam Newton here. Five catches for 30 yards on six targets. So, again, he's seeing the targets, and he's having better success with Newton than he had with Darno, which is odd to me, but I guess that speaks a lot about Darno. <laughs> Anyhow, Carolina coming up for them. They're at Miami. And then for Washington, they actually have a Monday nighter. They host the Seattle Seahawks. So, so guys, I'm going to stop here. Uh, coming up, I have the late games. We have uh, San Francisco in Jacksonville. What happened there? Cincinnati going to Vegas. And then the big matchup. Uh, the Chiefs facing the Cowboys. Then you have Arizona facing Seattle. Then that night game, that was a pretty good one between uh, the Chargers and the Steelers. And then, of course, Monday night with Tom Brady facing the New York Giants. So, all right, guys. Like I said, I'm cutting it off here. And when I come back, we will talk about those games. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com you could also hit my zell at that same email address to support this podcast and again i value and appreciate you listening to the podcast